Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 171 of the All Dolphins podcast on this Friday, December 22nd, 2023. We will take care of the number recognition player hat tip right away. Todd Wade, offensive lineman from Mississippi, the second round pick in the 20, and sorry, in the 2000 NFL draft when the Dolphins did not have a first round pick because they had traded it to the Carolina Panthers two years earlier for a second-round pick that they used to select Patrick Sertan. Uh, Todd Wade, four-year starter with the Dolphins, very solid right tackle. Um, not Pro Bowl, but like right below Pro Bowl level, really good, solid player. Went on to play, I want to say, with Houston after leaving as a free agent. Um but good solid player. The first time around, we had recognized Mike Charles, who was a player selected in the 83 draft after Dan Marino. So this time, another second round pick. Todd Wade, happy to you. You know what I just realized with okay. these latest uh, recognitions of former numbers? I'm like, man, there's a lot of offensive lineman selections he's making right now. And then I, it just dawned on me that we're in the offensive lineman area of numbers right now. Yeah, it, it, it literally just hit me. You know, it's been a you long you know what I want? What I want? want an offensive lineman to select a zero or a skill position player oh. number. I just I just think that would be like be a trendsetter. You don't have to be a big ugly 71 or 73 or you know, you 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 can be a single digit player too. Like Teron Armstead, he deserves to be a single digit player. Trent Williams. Single-digit player. I have to check because there's still some rules that apply, and I don't know where the offensive linemen stand on there. They change the rules. Like to me, seeing Jalen Phillips with 15 to me just it's weird. Sorry, but a, a linebacker with 15 is just weird. Bradley Chubb with number two, it's weird. Single. I mean, this goes back to the college years and college. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they all want single digits. So does it make him look slimmer? I mean, what's the deal? No, single day just means you're an elite boss. Oh, so what's that say about Jason Taylor, who was 99? Um, he played in the era where they had to get 99. And Jason, when he got that 99, he was a nobody, right? He, he was a third-round pick from Akron who not a whole lot of people knew about. You think he got a choice to get the 99? Oh, hell okay. no. All right. He just, you, well, we're at 99, and you will like it. Exactly. And then it became a legendary number that should be, you know, retired. 54. You think Zach Thomas chose 54? No, they were just like, here, fifth round pick, here's 54. So 
They should be retired if nobody else, if they're never going to give it to somebody else. But we know we're going to get into that same conversation. Why them and not the Hall of Famers? Sure. Yes. Uh, the, I'm, I'm sorry. The other Hall of Famers, I should say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's bring it back to the present. So that wasn't so bad for those of you out there who don't like this, our, our little trip back in time. Um, so today is. If you didn't like it, we weren't stopping it. Go ahead, correct. And again, I mean, we might stop it when we get to 200, though, because I'm sorry. We will do what the people want. Literally, when we we look, yes, I yes, I look at the comments. I know this may come as a great shock to to people based on sometimes my reactions. Yes, I look at the comments. Um, And again, there's way more positive than negative. If we reach a point where it goes the other way, we'll stop it. That's not not a problem. Uh, We aim to please. Absolutely. the last practice before the game against the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday, as we're taping this because we have life to live and don't necessarily want to wait for the Dolphins official injury report. It came out. It came out. It just did. No, it came out a couple of minutes ago. Uh, I, I there we go. Robert Hunt is the only player who's out. Elijah Campbell surfaced on the injury report with a knee today. He was limited, but he's questionable for the game. Um, also questionable was Tyreek Hill, Javon Holland, Xavier Howard, Austin Jackson and Emmanuel Agba. That's it. One more. Cam no, Smith. one more. One more. Cam, Cam Smith. Cam Smith with a hamstring injury. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so my apologies. Is- my apologies for bitching about the injury report not being out yet. So there we go. Everybody else is expected to play. And let me go through my ruling of whether or not I think a player will play, unless you'd like to do this together. Your call, sir. Uh, let's do it together. Hold on. Before we get to that, though, let's do the Dallas one. As expected, defensive tackle Jonathan Hankins, who's kind of their anchor and run defense, is out. And if you do not understand the value of Jonathan Hankins being out, you need to watch Behind Enemy Lines, which is sponsored by You Break Will Fix. It's episode 167 or something like that with with Clarence Clarence Hill. Best behind the enemy lines. I strongly recommend you watch it. You'll find out a lot about, about the Cowboys. They're all good. Yes. And we, we, every week it's like, that's the best one yet. That's the best one yet. That's the best um, one yet. They're all good. They've all which, been good. Which, which one do you think is our best? Oh, I mean. Come on. Which, come on. Come on. Mac Jones is better than Tua. I mean, come on. I mean, that was the best reaction. Was that really the best episode, though? Because I, I actually liked our conversation with the Raider, you, with your homeboy from the Raiders. Hondo. Hondo. Um, I, he was entertaining. He gave me, he gave us jokes. Hondo's funny, yeah. And, and but I think Clarence, Clarence is a realist and a straight shooter. Yeah, no, no, and he's funny. like, no Jonathan Hankins, no chance. Like, you know, because you can't stop the run. Except, yes, yes, I'm going to do the, yes, I'm going to throw out the except because that's what I do. Uh, I want to point, the one with Benjamin Albright of the Broncos before the classic ass whooping also was very good. And it might have been even better had we gotten him the following week as as a behind enemy lines revisited. Man, that would have been a fun one. Um, Here's why I say maybe not quite so fast. Let's realize that Buffalo ran smack dab at the Cowboys. That's not necessarily the style of running game the Dolphins employ, which is more around the perimeter. So I think not having Hankins was a lot more hurtful for Dallas 
against Buffalo than it will be against the Dolphins. And you're giving me the side look. Just because you don't run up the gut doesn't mean that you can't run up the gut. I'm just saying. We haven't seen it. I'm not. I mean, you've, I'm seen, not, you've, seen, you've, got, you've seen it enough. You've seen it. There's been at least 50 to 60 rushing plays up the gut. Doesn't mean that they're all sexy. Like even a lot of Raheem's touchdown runs have been up the gut. Big, big touchdown runs. They can do it. Not do I know if an injured Dolphins offensive line can do it? Well, I don't know. The, that's the other part of the equation because it's I mean, not Rob Hunt Williams. Is a way better run blocker than he is a pass blocker. Who's that? Rob Hunt. I mean, Rob Jones. Rob Jones is a Agreed. way better run blocker than he is a pass blocker. He not moves. Robert Hunt. Yeah, no. With all due respect, I like Robert Jones, but he's not Robert Hunt. And Liam, as well as he's played, is not Connor Williams. Listen, um, uh, another thing before we even continue with Dallas's injuries, and there, there, there are a lot of injuries, and and they're quite significant as well. Um, man, is Liam getting showered with praise by his teammates and his coaches for what he's doing, what he's playing through, what he's sacrificing with uh, to be out there for his team. And today it, 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 you know, I, I have been hard on Liam. It's, it's the Eichenberg express, uh, you know, and I take ownership for it because Liam should play better, should be playing better. He has a higher level of, of talent and man, the respect that he's earned this season from his teammates has been quite admirable. Um, now let's just try to get better and not get anybody else hurt this season. Just mine. Let's let's do it. I think that's a, an excellent plan. I like it. I endorse it. Yeah. <laughs> let's get, uh, continue on with the Dallas. Uh, forgive me for looking at my phone like this. I'm I'm blind. Uh, Tyron, this is a big one. Tyron Smith is dealing with a back injury. Their starting left tackle, their very good starting left tackle, is doubtful. It's December, man. And as who said who said it in the media? Nobody is going to feel sorry for you about your injuries. Was it Mike McDaniel? Probably. I, yeah, I forget who said it. Like, like nobody, you can have a laundry list of injuries. Nobody in the NFL is going to feel sorry for you because they got their own. This is December football. Correct. Yeah. What they're going to say is it sucks to be you. I mean, yeah. Zach uh, Martin has got thigh issue. He's questionable. He was limited today during practice. Um, and then we got Malik Hooker ankle injury. He was limited, limited, limited. And then he's questionable. And Tony Pollard has a thumb, full, full, full. But you know, let's let's slap at that thumb a little bit. Let's <clears throat> <laughs> swipe at that at that ball. Okay, do we want to go through the Dolphin players and do we want to do the same exercise we did last week? Where we sure, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. No, you beat me three to one last week. I didn't appreciate that. Are we? Keep, why do we need to keep score? What? 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 Because isn't doing? life about keeping score? No, okay, it's not. It's about loving people. And sharing that love. Oh, See? nice! I like that. Kumbaya! I like that. Yes. Now, if we don't keep score, I'll come. We'll come back on Monday, and I'll say, "See, I was right." <laughs> <laughs> I like. The, I like that. It's a good idea. Um, Tyreek Hill. Uh, Tyreek watched him today. I did not support him practicing for a second straight day. Tyreek ran out on us, so he didn't have to talk to the media. And I totally understand and support it. Uh, trust me, I'd rather you talk than begrudgingly talk. And we'll be discussing that a little bit later. Um, so Tyreek's playing, man. 
And I know I said that last week. Um, Tyreek is playing. Like, Tyreek knows how big this game is. And he got stuff to talk to Michael Parsons because, you know, they run the two big podcasts, and I can't believe that they haven't been smack-talking each other. No, but their buddies, see, Parsons said that Tyreek hooked him up. As I wrote on alldolphins.com earlier today, Tyreek hooked him up hooked him up for some with some tickets so he could take his family. Uh, very interesting. Mike McDaniel was asked point blank, was it a high ankle sprain? Tyreek, Tyreek's done a good job with practicing. There have been no setbacks. There yes. was no, there was no. now this is one of two things. Number one is a it's a uh, it's a high ankle sprain, and McDaniel doesn't want to confirm it. Or no, he said it was an ankle sprain. No, he said it was an ankle. He didn't say he didn't even say sprain, and yes. he completely ignored. Was it a high ankle sprain? So it's one, it is a high ankle sprain, and he doesn't want to say it. Or B, he doesn't want to go down that path to describe a particular injury because if he does it with Tyreek, then he's going to be asked about other players. For example, mm. well, you still has that rabbit hole. You you deepen that. Like you're correct. You're, if he does it with Tyreek, then it's going to be asshole. And then again, it, it varies from coach to coach. There are coaches who literally start their press conferences. Okay, here's a rundown of the injuries. Okay, McDaniel doesn't operate that way. I'm, I'm, I was about to say, where's the fun in that? Like, <laughs> it, well, it eliminates a lot of questions. Where it's, yeah, okay. um, uh, you could address more pressing stuff. But you know what's funny today? Hmm. I don't think we were all as a media contingent prepared for Mike McDaniels. He gave us some short answers. You know how we're always like literally expecting to get one question in because that's all you can get in a Mike yeah. McDaniel press conference. He had some short answers today and we basically punched ourselves out of questions. We were all sitting there like making up stuff. And, and you know, it was like a rope a dope for it for us. Cause we're, we're just so used to like, like I, all I got to have is one, maybe two questions. And if something motivates me, inspires me, follow up on it. Uh, no, Mike McDaniel, we were all punched out. We were, and he was just sitting there rope doping us. He's like, more, more, give me more. So and, McDaniel won media zero today. Um, yeah. Oh no, he beat a two zero. He also was giving out uh, uh, gifts to it looks like Dolphins um, support staff. Okay. Wearing a wearing a, a hat, wearing a you know Merry Christmas hat, walking around handing out envelopes, doing a ho ho ho, and 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 then he gave us a ho ho ho. He didn't give us a gift, but you know, I, if I did get a gift from Mike McDaniel, it would be those fly shades that he wears all the time. Mm-hmm. Man, I yeah, I figured I figured you'd appreciate those. Okay, I, I don't have the budget for that. By the way, I did find out about Tehran's shirt, uh, the S the oh, SDFU, yeah. It's it's a it's a designer, a, a special designer, and I believe he said the T-shirt was four hundred dollars. I was like, damn. Must be nice to have that kind of disposable. That's my sneaker money. I can't pay. I can't pay that on a shirt. Like, I, I see. I, I even if I could, I would. You you would never catch me dead buying, paying, spending four hundred bucks. Well, although I'm sure Tehran's not paying four hundred bucks. What would shirt. you spend four hundred bucks on? What would Alan Poupard spend four hundred bucks on? What would a you car, say? A car. <laughs> <laughs> you mean tires for a car? <laughs> one, one tire, really, actually. Um, uh, what have what have what have you spent four hundred dollars on? Recently, it, it, something involving the family, like a like a part 
part of a trip, like an outing on on a on a trip and a vacation or an outing with the fam. So you're like that. vacations. Yeah. You, yes. Okay. I'm not I'm not into material things. I, I I can have my car for 12 years if it lasts. Uh you've seen how I dress. I'm not exactly stylish. Uh so yeah, no. I I I will admit I've spent four hundred dollars on a number of things in my life. A number of things. But everybody has their, you know, spoiler. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody has exactly. Their. Um, okay, so my prediction for Tariq is I, I also think he's gonna play. I also think he's gonna let me let me rephrase that. He's gonna start and hopefully he makes it through the game. If there become there becomes a pain tolerance issue, if he gets shut down or plays half the game, I would not necessarily be shocked. Mm-hmm. Uh Javon Holland. Zero oh. chance. Zero chance as well. Um, Xavier Howard. He's playing. I agree. He's playing as well. Um, uh, Xavier Howard. Austin Jackson. Mm. Is it my turn or your turn? I think it's Whichever my turn. Like. Um, I, I We talked to Austin Jackson today. I talked to him. Um, this oblique injury is something that he has been dealing with for quite a while. And in fact, I think he said earlier in the season, he knows exactly what it is. Um, it's not going anywhere. It's been here for a while. It's just getting worse. Um, we might be looking at a situation where he practices once a week just to make it to game days for the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of treatment, a lot of care. And, you know, this is, this is where we are. And I don't think it's a surprise that it was a point of emphasis to get a contract done because could you imagine if something had happened and it, it got worse and then you're on IR, you know, or, you know, so um, this is, this is part of what fans have to understand and what I hope people who are following me throughout my career and follow all dolphins, there is a business element to this game and there are 53 franchises on that Miami Dolphins team. And every player has to do what is in their best interest for their franchise. When I looked at and just item, just just really scoped out the details of the deal regarding Austin Jackson, it's a respectable deal. Um, but I would not have signed it because ultimately it forced Austin Jackson to take a pay cut this year to ultimately make more money in the end. Now, does it give him financial security? absolutely especially because you never know what's going to happen with his body and situation like that but he's here he's pushing it he's on the line and i definitely expect him to start on on sunday now he's facing a hell of a task against michael parsons but he'll be out there yeah uh and and i will second what you said about individual franchises and the point i, I will make on that is for those who would begrudge players for looking out for themselves and not being loyal to the team. Guess what? If the team that has no more use for a player, lo loyalty doesn't exist. So there, it's there's gotta, a one-way one street to loyalty, and the teams generally have none. Correct. The teams are going to look out for for their their best interests. So players should ex absolutely do the same for them, with without without question. I agree with you. Like I mean, like right here, right here. Um, yeah. I think he's going to get it out and try it as also. 
Um, we got Cam. Uh, I know. Um, oh, uh, Emmanuel Agba, hamstring injury, questionable. Um, I will start. I definitely think he plays, and here's the reason why I think he plays. He only plays about ten snaps on defense anyway, so I think he can <laughs> gut it out. Uh, and I, 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 and you, you know how transparent I am. Um, I, I said to Emmanuel, I, I went up to him and I, and I told him like, like I, I know how difficult this season has been for you, and I'm proud of you for the way that you've handled it because not a lot of people would have been as professional as you have been being put in this situation. And I get it. You're the highest paid player. You're making $15 million. Nobody is going to shed a tear for you. But think about wanting to be a contributor for this team after being a star on the team and basically a defensive coordinator being like, eh, eh, like, eh, don't want you, don't need you. And then when you do play, you're, hella productive in your 166 snaps on defense don't 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 you dare don't you don't you dare advancing head is like mm. sacks interceptions come on man yeah but the, okay i'm gonna be the bad guy so say good night to the bad guy <laughs> A lot, a lot of the production has been in late stages of blowouts. If we're, if we're going to be honest about it, okay. and here's the, here's the other He's point. He's had too. some of it in games and moments that mattered. Okay. Uh, here's the other point I want to make. And sure, props to Emmanuel Agba for not making waves despite his diminished or completely non-existent role. However, number one, I would say that sounded really disrespectful. <laughs> Uh, completely non non-existent role yeah however uh <laughs> let's not pretend like most players would would start bitching all over the place and i will bring exhibit a okay are you pointing a finger at me like this no 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 no, no, no. no. yeah okay. yeah it was yeah yeah, yeah. no i'm like okay. let's go with exhibit a <laughs> uh mike gesicki mike gesicki last year you weren't covering the team last year and it was you want to talk about a humbling season where the guy was like a major factor in the passing game and last year was like my i'm sorry mike who and the dude and as the same caveat applies to him as applies to agba the fact that he was making a nice chunk of change last year on the franchise tag was it 10.8 million like this year manuel agba is 15 million and what I said about Gesicki last year applies like, but this year, like, pay me that money and don't use me. I'll be perfectly cool with it. I mean, let's be honest about it. And the other factor also is, are these guys necessarily in a position where they're they're superstars? Where treat me right, or I'm going to go with I'm going to go on the market, and somebody's going to snap me up immediately at a, at at pretty much what I'm making now. No. Yeah. And that's the same, same with Gasicki, same with Agba. Yeah, he's so, gonna be the same situation as Gasicki. You're gonna, right. you're gonna, you're gonna be struggling to get half of what you got paid this year. And you know, yeah, fortunately for Emmanuel, he's got a good agent in Drew Rosenhaus, and and Drew can sell it like in the right scheme. Emmanuel's still a good player, and he's shown that in his 166 snaps. It, Ryan Flores. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, okay. Y'all, come on. We all know. We, we, Emmanuel. We all know. You don't know what that Emmanuel that that Flores is. He fits into that scheme, yeah. 
maximized his skill set beautifully. I think had to Dogba for having been a, a you know good teammate, and but this is not surprising. The Manuel's a really really good dude. So, mm-hmm. um, and the final one with with the injury concern is Cam Smith, who can I start? Yes, please. Zero chance that he plays. Correct. Oh, I think he absolutely plays. Oh, and here's, okay. here's why, because he's going to play special teams. Now, will he play defense? Absolutely not. But that's because Vic Fangio doesn't like him. Um, doesn't trust him. Don't make it personal. Or do, he doesn't like him because he doesn't trust him. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know, if you don't like me, you don't like me. I don't care why you don't like me. You don't like me. I'm not, I'm not, I don't care. Like. Does it really matter why you don't like me? To you, probably. Well, but, like, like I like you, and if we go to a concert, I'm not going to trust you to pick the concert because I don't like your musical taste, but I still like you. See what I'm saying? <laughs> Whoa, that doesn't I wouldn't want to go to a concert with you either. I like, know you wouldn't. Yeah. No. I left you speechless there for a second. Yeah. Um, and that merits one for me. Okay. <laughs> what 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 else we have injury wise? And by the way, and you're saying Ladainian on special teams. Chris Brooks is back. I don't know if they yeah, play but he that. plays a different role than Cam Smith. On I, that, that's what I'm not sure about that. I, but what Cam's a gunner? Cam Smith's a gunner. When who's okay? And and has he been the gunner the entire season? Because I don't think so. He's been a gunner. He's been a gunner for the majority of the second half of the season. He he he's been a gunner. He's been he's been a good gunner too. He's he's. He's carved out a nice little special. He's probably one of the top five players on special teams right now. So okay, well, he's got a hammy. I'm saying he doesn't play. So there. Right. Okay, and then and then you elevate uh, Ethan Bonner, right? 
there you go. Yeah, we're predicting Saturday's elevations. Oh, shoot. We got to do a show Saturday. We do. Yeah, we do. Don't we? We do. Yeah, yeah it's a big game. Biggest game of the season. What you talking about? Till next week. Exactly. And then it'll be the next biggest game. That is true. Um, let's go with Liam Eikenberg. Calf. He's not even. Oh, he played last week. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, everybody, everybody's injured. Uh, you know what I found funny in the press conference? What's that? Mike McDaniel was addressing, uh, how difficult it is to get Raheem Mostert to sit out practices. And he basically was just like, my Raheem fights it. And he's like, because of our relationship and where it is right now, I basically say, Raheem, you're not practicing and I don't want to hear it or something, something of that nature. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't care what you say. And I, I, you could absolutely see because you could absolutely see them talking. They're not player coach; they're friends. And because Raheem calls him Mikey, like who else in the world? And I, I do need to ask that question: Who else in the world calls Mike McDaniel Mikey? That is awesome. And by the way, you bring that up, so let me address something here. Because um, I was checking out our, our good friends at Cowboys Country, the uh, fan na- fan nation sister site. Um, we do a great job over there, and they had a story of Mr. Site to alldolphins.com, which right. you can find all your work for free, no subscription is- required, no $20 a month fee. Go get all your coverage from alldolphins.com. Ours is better, but theirs is very good too. Uh, anyway, they 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 brought up a, a, an article on another site talking about what the Cowboys should do running back last year, and one of those was trading for Raheem Mostert and I and I was looking at that I'm like yeah there there's a chance there's a chance the Dolphins trade Raheem Mostert like none seriously yeah so zero. if any of you out there somehow found your way and saw that story Dolphins ain't trading Raheem Mostert Mike McDaniel loves Raheem Mostert Raheem Mostert loves being here he signed at a very reasonable contract last year he's having a career year why in the triple hell would the Dolphins even he might have to redo the deal well, his cap number is already low. So yeah, yeah. You but you know what you could do? You can add a year to it and extend it, and give him all of his salary in a base salary. Give him all his salary in a signing bonus, and bring him back down to the minimum. Let me let me look at that just to make sure that that I'm I'm telling you the right I think, thing. I think he signed like two years for four million. Yeah, he signed two years for four million a year, and I'm no you, four million total unless I'm severely no mistaken. no it's not four million total. Mm, uh, sure about that. Uh, pretty much, but let me. I'm, I'm bringing it up. I'm bringing it up. You I'm bringing it up too. My my, com- my computer's faster than yours. Okay. Yeah. I, wow. You gonna throw shade on my computer? No. He signed two years, five point five point, like five point six million. Two years, five point six million. Okay, so it's between us actually. So you can you can actually because right now his base salary is two point three five, and you can add an extra year to it and drop that base salary to 1.2. So you can extend him and, and get, and I, and I think he's definitely earned a, an extension, a guy coming off a career year. You tell me you're not going to reward him and give him an extension. What message right. is that going to send to the team? Not that you don't have issues. You understand well, what I'm right. saying? Right. No, but, but, in the, but by the same token, if they bring down his cap number, it's, it, it's step one out of 7,000 steps uh, to yeah. deal with a nasty cap situation last year. Mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, I, I think the world of Raheem, I know Mike McDaniel thinks the world of Raheem, and I think Raheem is going wherever Mike McDaniel goes. 
and I'm talking not just this season, I'm talking far beyond his playing career. Like, I think Raheem has a job on Mike McDaniel's staff when he's ready for it. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, we, but, to find, you have to find out if he's willing to put to put in the time to be on, on a football staff because he's got three kids. Like, for, for example, I don't know if he's in the same mode, mindset as Zach Thomas. Zach Thomas could be a great coach, wanted no part of it, wanted to be with his kids. So it's not everybody's going to be like, whoop, straight to coaching. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, even, but then there are summer lifers like Frank Gore, who not coaching, but he went to. I used to, I used to say to Frank all the time because we we actually have a friendship, and I used to say to Frank all the time, and I'm proud of him. I was like, don't be a coach. You need to go be an executive. You need to go be in the scouting department. And I say this to a lot of players because a lot of former players because literally. These analytical people, they have oh, no idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm on that rant again. Yes, I'm on that rant. These analytics people, they have no idea what a real football player looks like. None. Zero. And only the people who've actually been that and been in the trenches and know what a dog is and know what a dog looks like. And I'm not talking about the roof roof dog. Those <laughs> are the only people that I want picking my groceries. That's that's me. You understand what I'm saying? I, and I get it. Bill Parcells. There's some people, Andy Reid never played, but you, 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 you earn that. But ultimately the best selectors of talent to me are the former people that played. Andy Reid, you're saying Andy Reid didn't play. He did partake in punt, pass and kick when he was 11 years old. You never seen that highlight? Yes, I have. I just. Where he looked like he was a high, he looked like he was a college player competing among eleven-year-old boys. It's actually, it's actually funny to see. Um, I, I can't think off the top of my head like who the who the top talent evaluators are, other than Ozzy Newsom. And Ozzy Newsom obviously was was a Hall of Fame player, um, in addition to being a Hall of Fame executive. But Dan Morgan, that, I believe, is who? with Dan Morgan. He's, who's he with? Carolina Panthers, I believe. I think he's. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd use them as an example right now. After wow, that. Dude, seriously, gave uh, up okay. multiple draft picks to pick the wrong quarterback. Oh wow, yeah, you you shady little guy, aren't you? Huh? Okay, no problem. All right, um, assistant general manager for the Carolina Panthers. But yes, all right, cool. Yeah, it, I mean it's early. Everybody said Miami Dolphins picked the wrong quarterback when they took her two over Herbert. I'm just saying. Jury's still out. You just you, you just you just you just you just want those bullets, huh? You you really want them. Um, it's, still, it's still too early. I, you, the way the season is going, can't question the choice of Tua in any way, shape, or form. The book has yet to be completely written. The and, way the career and, and is the going, same. you can't question what? the choice. I said the way the career is going, you can't trust to question the choice of Tua. I know that won't come out your mouth. Um, and having said all that, yeah, it's way too early, but. From what I've seen of the two quarterbacks, and I understand the talent around them, C.J. Stroud looks like three times a quarterback, and uh, as Bryce Young, and it's not just because he has a stronger arm. I'll save you the trouble, Omar. <laughs> okay. Jalen Ramsey. Now we, we uh, yes, we made the people wait. Um, we made the people wait. Uh, Jalen talked after practice and i'm going to set this up absolutely accurately and properly he was forced to talk jalen saw us packed his stuff up ran out and 
was forced to come back in and talk to us. Can, can I interject real quickly? Yes. Okay, for those who might be questioning the idea of being forced to talk, per per rules, every player in the NFL is required to speak to the media, be made available to the media once during the week and after the game. But go ahead, Omar. These are the rules. We're not going to police them unless it happens habitually for multiple weeks. And then even then we work very hard not to lead to a player being fined. But let me get back to the situation. Jalen was forced to come back in and talk to us and then gave us his, his consistent, y'all got two minutes, very irritated tone. Um, he does not enjoy talking to the media. It is, it's, it's fine. I don't, we, we don't enjoy talking to you either. Um, I'm just being real. And it, it, You're not wrong. You're uh, not. Yeah. We don't enjoy talking to you either. So nobody was twisting his arm to come back. Nobody was begging for him to come back. He did come back. We started asking him questions about potentially shadowing CD lamb. And he basically flat out said, told, told the game plan. I'm not shadowing CD Lamb. That's not what they want me to do. Which didn't seem like he was very pleased by that proposition. Um, now he was irritated the whole interview, but uh, it the interview continued, and then it was brought up about you know wanting the challenge of shadowing CD, wanting the challenge of being a, a shadow cornerback, and he's been a shadow all of his career just like Xavier Howard has been. Um, and his responses was, y'all know who I am. Y'all know, you know, basically, y'all know who I am. He said it twice. Y'all know, you know, before he said, you know, next question. He didn't want to answer the question. Then, then he just, you know, got in his feelings. And I personally, and this is just me, because I don't want people to say that I'm reading between the lines or injecting thought or maybe he just had a bad day or whatever. Um, there's a lot there to unwrap. And so I just put the video out and I said, y'all tell me what you think. And there are a whole lot of interesting theories, you know, uh, about what, what, what the irritation, the anger and the frustration and the short answers were. Um, but he has gone on record and say he's bored during games and he wants to shadow people. Now, X wants to shadow people too, but they don't get a lot of action. And when you're an elite, two elite cornerbacks, you're not going to get a lot of action. Um, so what happens is Cater gets targeted per game. I believe it's at seven, seven passes thrown at him per game. And the linebackers. Yes, yes. Cater and the linebackers get targeted per game. Okay. Well, I think that there is a little bit of, discomfort amongst the Dolphins secondary in regards to game plans from Mr. Vic Fangio and his number five defense, just from the shadowing approach, because technically if you know your inability to shadow is going to get a particular player attacked on a weekly basis, why would you not try to counteract that by doing something, especially when that something can be as simple as 
oh, okay, when C.D. Lamb does go inside to the nickel, we just have X and Cater flip-flop. Um, and that would prevent C.D. Lamb from attacking, from the Dallas Cowboys from attacking Cater when he's in the nickel spot. So, or, or Ramsey and Cater flip-flop, one of the two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ramsey and Kate. Yeah, no, that's what I said. I said Ramsey. No, you, said, and you said X. Oh, okay. My bad. I'm my bad. My bad. Um. So, so the the issue is, what? Why? Why is Vic Fangio so resistant to having a cornerback shadow when your best defensive performance of the season, the one that pushed you from ninth to fifth? Featured Xavier, featured Jalen Ramsey. Now I see what I'm doing. Featured Jalen Ramsey shadowing Garrett Wilson, the Jets' best pass rusher. So, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, the Jets' best um, uh, 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 receiver. Yeah, sorry. You, why don't you take over? <laughs> well, no, and you clearly see no, I'm distracted. Like, yeah, no, I, I get it. And here's the thing. Wide receivers have a reputation for being divas and sometimes happens with high-end cornerbacks. And I think Jalen Ramsey, unless I'm severely mistaken, his reputation is kind of a little well, bit correct me if I'm a little bit of a diva. Oh, um, you call it – oh, oh, oh. I, oh. Unless I'm severely mistaken, this is what I remember on the periphery uh that he's Jalen Ramsey he is good and he knows it's good and he wants to be treated like he's good and he's that, not afraid that, to tell that you. doesn't make you that doesn't make you a diva that doesn't make you hold on wait, what's, wait, what's wait, the wait, difference wait. and what's the difference between that and a diva wide receiver who wants the ball because he's good and he knows he's good and he's gonna tell you he's good it's kind of kind of in the same ballpark no, and diva. the other factor is I'm gonna take issue with you on that one Omar as I did before the to me, equating the best performance on defense of the season strictly to Ramsey shadowing Garrett Wilson omits the very important fact that the Dolphin offensive line completely feasted on the Jets' offensive line. I could have covered, I could have shadowed Garrett Wilson, and he still would have wound up with only modest numbers because Zach Wilson never. Had. <laughs> so, okay, I may be exaggerating a little bit, but okay, yes, you catch my drift. Oh, no, no, I didn't say that it was credited to to. That I did okay. one pass rushing coverage washes each other's hands. We will agree on that, right? They oh, hell of a lot, hell of a lot of washing by the defensive line in that game. I mean, they they brought the soap, they turned on the water, and they put the baby in the bathtub. And the other one was just there. The 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 cornerbacks were just kind of watching, actually. Oh, so Eli Apple didn't make a play. No, he did. Uh, oh, okay, uh, it, it was like eighty percent pass it, rush. Elijah Campbell didn't make a play. Um, what did Elijah Campbell make when he when he slapped deflected the pass? You saw the oh, deflection. Yeah, Don't pretend okay. like seventy five twenty five for the pass rush. I'll give you thirty five sixty five. Not acceptable. Seventy thirty. I'm not moving from my line. Why am I? And I said I, what I said. So there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, I am. But here's the thing: if something that you did led to success last week and you're facing a similar challenge now with a far better quarterback what 
but also with better wide receivers opposite. Like when you were playing the Jets, it's Garrett Wilson and Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb. Okay. Uh, now you're fa- Tyler Conklin's the tight end. Now you're facing. Yeah, tell me the receivers. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Brandon Cooks for the Cowboys. Uh, cheeks. Wow. The other one is uh, Gallup. Michael Gallup, booty cheeks. Jesus. Wow. I not, mean, not, not better than Alan Lazard or Randall Cobb at this stage of his career. Alan Lazard was a baller last year. Yeah. Yeah. Look Randall at Cobb has had a better career than either one of those receivers. Who? What? Randall Cobb has a better career than either one of them. Yeah, he's also 57 years old. I mean, okay. Sorry. 48. 38, probably. I know. I'm not you, you're actually I'm gonna pull Alan Poupard and look up how old Randall Cobb is. Go ahead. But now you now you now you now you really got me interested. He's at least 37. He's 33. Sir. Okay, and Jake Ferguson's a very nice tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh Gallup's numbers yeah, are not you moved off your point. Now <laughs> I said you see how quickly you moved off your point. What point yeah. was that? That Brandon Cooks and Michael Gallup are a hell of a lot better as complimentary wide receivers than Alan Lazard or, or Randall Cobb. They're yeah, better. No, they're they're not. They're better. Maybe those two would perform better if they had a better quarterback than than Zach Wilson. But you know, we're splitting yeah, hairs. Yeah, time to throw. I, I, but 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 hear my point. Hear me out, Linda. Okay. Here, you know, listen, 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 listen. Who on the Dolphins' defense is attacked most of the season? You know who it is. Just say the name. Peter Kohu. Okay, so if this guy is attacked most yes. of the season, yes. why would you not do something to prevent him from being attacked most of the season? Dude, I don't disagree with you. I'm just, I'm just trying to say since Vic and I are very simpatico. You, 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 you are, you are. You guys are two peas in a pod. You absolutely. <laughs> I am just presented from his vantage point. I'm not saying it's right because okay, but if you're, if you're, if you're just being stubborn for the sake of being stubborn, I agree. I'm with you there. Like, what are we doing? Like, I, I, I agree with you. You, 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 okay. In the week, you actually, whether it was by force or willingly, did something that you despise. You go from the ninth defense to the fifth best defense, finally, finally achieving your goal from when the season began, getting there. Cause they, their, their whole goal has been to be a top five defense this season. Okay. What, 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 what? That's who? Says my sources, okay? <laughs> says my sources. That's who it says. Okay. What do you think their goal was to be number one defense in the NFL? No. Yeah. Come on, bro. Of course um, they want to be the best it can possibly be. But, uh, dude, I agree with you. And the, and the other point you can make in, in favor of your argument is they have two top-notch yeah. man coverage cornerbacks. Absolutely. And they could, they could even – Hell, they could even rotate on the guy. Vex is, is fine physically. That sounds like a good idea to me. Uh, turns, I, turns, turns. You, that, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. However, I do have issue with them swapping sides because X is primarily only played on the right side all season. But and, this is what we're ta- we talked about yesterday, that see where Lamb lines up. If it's on the left side or in the slot, Ramsey has him. If it's on the right side, X has him, and then Cater goes outside. 
or maybe the right side on in the slot maybe x goes inside and then cater goes on the boundary the thing yeah. is you, you got to get you got to stop cater from being defending lamb at least on third downs there's no reason there's no reason to have cater on lamb so if you don't think that ramsey's irritated response is a byproduct of Vic's stubborn approach. Except you, he ain't the boss. I mean, not, yeah. Not his, he has a right. Here's who, a thing. who ain't the boss? Who ain't the Ramsey. boss? Ramsey's not the boss. Okay, you're right. Okay, I thought you were about to say Vic ain't the no, boss. No, 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 no. Oh, Vic, definitely the boss of the defense. But, oh, okay, exactly, yes. It's like, you know, you, you can be pissed off about it all you want, I, I don't know how kosher it is to let that out publicly the way he did. You you can't put on a happy face. Um, not not a happy face, ha, 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 but I mean, just do your shtick. It, it wasn't going to be long anyway without looking so obviously irritated. I mean, he was obviously irritated because he was forced to be there. So, I mean, hey. He should have. He should have. And, and I'm with you on that one. If it's a one shot deal, he should have just kept on walking and told the media relations person who tried to grab him. Listen, I'm not in a good headspace. I'm, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say things I shouldn't say. Let me skip it this week. I don't think any of the, the media members would have would have like, you know, had a, had a cow about it. Uh, yeah. I mean, now the problem is we're sitting here connecting the dots and I, I'm a very good dot connector, as you know. Um, and you're and not the only one, bud. I, I didn't say that I was the only one. I didn't say that I was the I'm only open. one. If you're saying I am very good at it, then you kind of, kind uh, of hey, I mean, we're, we're, we're good dot connectors, so it, it, it's you know, my concern is and has always been, and Vic Fangio, I've had to write an apology column, but my concern is his stubbornness. Is going to turn off some people. And not saying that it's not going to lead, but, but, and, and here's the thing, they have evolved as a defense in terms of how they're playing, how they're covering, how they're blitzing, how they're attacking. And a lot of it, I'm going to, I'm just going to tell you a lot of it is them incorporating things that they did last season under a different scheme into Vic's scheme. So, but you want all the credit, even though some of these ideas or advocations for things have been driven and initiated by the players. But, you know, as long as you get credit for it, it's all good. Um. Yeah, but then do we not do we not get into a situation where if he talks starts talking about how certain things came to be, then you you're getting into a situation where you're talking about how the sausage gets made, which you and I both know coaches generally want no part. Mike of. McDaniel just broke down for three minutes how he strategically creates a game plan and carves up his fit, fit his 62 64 first plays and then his thought process on play calling for each and every down two minutes and 40 seconds no what? no did you say did you say 64 is 24 
24. Yeah, I said 24. Yeah. You said 64, but okay. Oh, okay, all right. My bad. But like, do you think Mike Mike McDaniel literally made the sausage for you? Like, I know Vic Fangio is not Mike McDaniel, but you're taking credit for things that you didn't really advocate for or you didn't really create. And yeah, it's your defense, but like maybe it would be better if you were less of a curmudgeon and more open-minded. How dare you complain about curmudgeons? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing, though. I don't recall ever Vic ever saying, you know, I did this or I wanted to do this. If it's if it's kind of suggested that his defense has evolved, do you want the? Okay, I think it might be time to wrap this up. I may have a situation I need to attend to. Uh, my whole point was is I don't recall him necessarily take, actively taking credit, maybe just not deflecting if it's suggested that it was him. And do you really expect him to say, no, 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 this was the guys who suggested that? How many coaches really do that? Fair, fair. But when okay. people when people suggest things, people create ideas, people come to you with thought processes on how we can play better, um, your first response shouldn't be no. All right? And we'll leave it at that. Okay. Uh, what time tomorrow, Marcus? I'm going to have to wrap this up. With um, a big thank you for everyone. To- uh, let, let's shoot, let's shoot for noon, but let's be fluid. I'm not hundred percent sure. So, okay. I I, I I got I got a toddler to care for, and uh, that 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 gets a little sketchy. All righty. Well, we we join everybody who comes. You know where to find our work, alldolphins.com. Um, and we will be back tomorrow, tentatively at noon, but we'll announce it on 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 the social media channels. All right, Thanks, everyone. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.